0: Hello and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. We're going to take things just a little bit different today and uh, today I think it's going to be fun. We're going to do a little bit of a twist uh, on our normal content, but our guests today are Dr. Gloria Horsley and Dr. Frank Powers, both nationally recognized relationship therapists in their early 80s who met through a dating app called Silver Singles and later wrote a book together called Open to Love, The Secrets of Senior Dating. In Open to Love, the two therapists share their personal as well as professional stories of love and romance in their later years. Inspirational and most of all, relatable. Gloria and Frank show readers how to face their fears about dating, identify what they want in a partner, and learn how to find love in the golden years. Welcome to the show, you two.
1: Hey, well, thank you.
2: you. Good to be here.
0: We're so excited to uh, cover this topic. We oftentimes talk about um, you know, health and wellness, things that are obvious. We talk about exercise, we talk about diet, we talk about sleep. But today we're going to talk about relationships, which is such an important aspect of our overall well-being and our overall wellness. And uh, we've got two just amazing experts in the two of you that we get a chance to to visit with and share some stories and kind of pick your brain on how to go about this in our golden years. Um, I do want to talk uh, right off the bat, you guys actually met in a kind of a unique way. Um, at least I think for most people, they wouldn't assume that you would have met the way that you did. T- tell us how you guys got together, how you guys met each other.
1: Well, it sort of started out with my husband of 60 years died of a staph infection after back surgery. And um, I uh, inadvertently got into another relationship because I'm a big golfer. And the, my partner that I met was a golfer. And so we started golfing together and his wife died two uh, days after my husband. So we kind of grieved and golfed and wow, got. To- yeah. we ended up being together and then he kind of uh, decided my ghosted wife. her, yeah, He decided my family was too big for him. <laughs>
0: he <laughs> so ghosted he, her,
1: huh? <laughs> he ghosted me, texted me, and said, "You know, it's too big for me. I can't handle it. We've been oh. on a trip to Hawaii with twenty-seven members of my family. He did me a huge favor. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I was in Hawaii and I got COVID." And I like to write, so I decided, well, I was really hurt and unhappy that he had done this. So I decided that I would write a book for widows because I'd learned so much and kind of get my head together. And I remembered he told me that he'd online dated before, and I thought, well, if I'm going to write a book for widows and what I've learned um I better put a chapter in on online dating at least a chapter right <laughs> yeah I better find out about what it's like <laughs> so I went online in Hawaii I got COVID actually when I was so I was alone there writing this book starting to think about it outlined some chapters and so I got on my cell phone and I texted you know went in and and searched and I came up with Silver Singles and um, I signed up right there for Silver Singles and put in my money. And and I started getting these pictures of people. And my, I was staying with my sister in Arizona and Frank's from Arizona. And uh, I came up with two people in Arizona who wanted to have coffee with me.
0: Or, yeah. Or and I was one of them.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I went to Arizona and I met the, the one guy and w- he was very nice. And then I met Frank and wow. Um And then I, you ghosted the other guy, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was so glad he ghosted her. He, <laughs> he got he had already decided he didn't want to be in a relationship. So I met Frank, but I said to him, you know, um I knew he was a psychologist because
2: we uh We, we exchange websites, websites and that's
1: about- yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so um, I met him in a restaurant, grassroots in Arizona. I remember this guy sitting in the corner over there, went up, talked to him. And I said to him, you know, uh, just. I'm only doing
2: research. That's what she said. (laughs) said, Really?
1: (laughs) I said, I just want you to know that I'm really not online dating.
0: (laughs) Just right up front. Just right up front. This is the this is the scenario.
1: I want to have it out front that I'm not online dating, but I'm writing a book for widows. And it was like chemistry.
2: Yes. Well, we instantly knew that we had so much in common, which is one of the things that we talk about in our book, is that different from 30-year-olds, 60-plus-year-olds need to Find commonality. Uh, they don't want a lot of differences that you have to work through. We don't have a lot of years to work through those differences. At 30, you have a lot of years to try to change or sure, figure things Never out. And... Anyway, but it, it's something that 30 things like someone who's different. The differences attract. When you're older, it's really much more important to find someone you're more similar with because you don't want to spend a lot of time trying to change a partner.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and Frank and I were both therapists for 40 years, yeah. and we've been we trained. Spoke the same language. Yeah, we spoke the same language. We knew the same people. I mean, yes. it it was kind of like coming home. It was, <laughs> and it's I so- love
0: that. That's that's so great. And I I want to get into your relationship a, a little bit more. But I don't want to gloss over the, the fact of this online dating. Now, I think most people would be a little bit surprised that seniors are using the internet to to date and to find people. I think the younger crowd has embraced that, and that's you know very common. And many people find uh, dates and even find life partners uh, online in the younger crowd. But I think it would be a little bit surprising for people to know that that seniors and people over 60 are actually using these apps as well. Talk a little bit about how common is that, or are you guys kind of the exception? It's
2: actually the largest increase in a population area. The older people are getting online at a larger number than any of the other age groups.
1: Well, it's a huge cohort that's coming in, and that's why if you people saw the uh, Golden Batch. Post-war
2: baby boom is now getting into their 60s, so that is a huge group. Also, in 1900, the average lifespan was 46 years of age. And now it's 76. So we've got a lot more people in that particular age group who are healthy and want to have a relationship. So this is the largest cohort of people uh, out there. And so uh, online dating services have become really aware of that. This is a large group for them to... Market to and bring online. However, it's a new technology, and so these people need to become sophisticated. Gloria made all the wrong moves as a neophyte when she went <laughs> online. First of all, most of the time you say, Well, you want to go to coffee during the day, which is safer for most women.
0: Sure, sure.
2: She wanted to go to happy hour. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but, but anyway, I did. I did want to point out that if if you've seen all those ads for the Golden Bachelor, um, tw- twelve million people watched it, and Gary uh, Turner, who was the Golden Bachelor, was seventy, and the women were sixty and seventy. So yeah. this was so watched by everyone yeah. that you yeah. can see there's a, a whole new cohort group coming it, in exactly. In.
0: Well, there's no question. It's a, it's a function of numbers to some degree, but it's also a function of new technologies and familiarity with technologies. Um I personally haven't had the the chance to watch The Golden Bachelor, but my wife definitely got into it. She loved it. She thought it was great. And uh, I loved it as well, just from a concept of breaking barriers and helping people see the realities of, of aging, which I think uh, it was a um, you know, kind of a stylized depiction of that for sure. But here at the Huntsman World Senior Games, we get a chance to do that as well. You know, just mm-hmm. like I think people would be surprised to know that seniors are using apps to date. Many people that I run into are so surprised that seniors are competing in athletic events and throwing a javelin and running a you know a, a marathon or or a, a triathlon or competing in basketball or whatever it is. And so it's fun to be a part of those. Um, that opportunity to just break barriers and change stereotypes and open people's minds to what active aging really is and what it can be when you get there yourself. Mm
2: -hmm. One of the things you said in your introduction, which I think is really important, is that the health issue and one of the things that in the research that's shown is that people who are in relationship versus those people who are alone later on live approximately seven years longer so it being in relationship is one of the big health issues and one of the big mental health issues for older adults is loneliness and that's becoming a major issue so this really is a huge health issue and i think it does go along with what your show is wanting to do and how you're wanting to help your listeners because this is a health issue it, you know, having a relationship is one of those things that can help you live longer and happier.
0: Yeah. There's no question about it. We've, we've cited research many times of loneliness being as detrimental as, as smoking a half a pack of cigarettes a day. Oh yes. uh, it, It's, it's a, it's a significant and serious thing. And, you know, as, as we go through life and challenges come along, whether it's the loss of a spouse through, through death or through divorce or whatever uh, happens, um, you know we're all struggling. We're all dealing with issues, and uh, the the connection and the ability to connect with people that you resonate with that means something to you that you can grow to love. Uh, it really is so important. You talk about it being a health issue. I absolutely agree with that. I do want to talk just a little bit. You you kind of both approached um, the online dating scene from different angles. Uh, Gloria, you obviously um, you kind of did it as as like you said, research for a book. Um, but Frank, you, you were already there. How did, how did you make the decision to jump online and, and try to find uh, companionship or, or even love? What, how, what was your motivation? How did you get there?
2: Well, well, Gloria had been married for 60 years. I had a couple of marriages. So and both of them, I had met online, interestingly enough. And so I knew about the online process and thought that it was a fairly good one for me, but because I could meet. People that I wouldn't normally meet, and many of these people were highly educated, very, very serious, and uh, I really appreciated them. So I had had a good experience, uh, uh, and so I I just came out of a divorce about a year and a half before that, and I was you know in my seventies, and I was saying to myself gee, you know, uh, what am I going to do now? I'm going to be ending my career. I have this house and well, you know, what am I going to do? So I was thinking about selling my house and going to a senior uh, living situation because I knew that the numbers of women were much higher. And so I stood a better <laughs> chance going to a senior center. <laughs> but then I thought, you know, I've had such good experience with online services. Why, why don't I try it one more time? So I did and found the love of my life.
0: That is is fantastic. I love that. I want to talk just a little bit about the concept of um, families and the relationships. Uh, You you alluded to that just a little bit, uh, Gloria, before. Um, Oftentimes when you approach a relationship in your golden years after your 60s, I mean, obviously... Many people are going to come with with children, adult children, grandchildren, in some cases great grandchildren. Talk a little bit about how you navigate that as you introduce your family to a new partner and your partner into a new family. How does that work?
1: Well, it's a challenge. <laughs> it is. And and both of us are therapists. So um it it is still a challenge. You know, it's you move, we move pretty fast. Because we're older, we don't have them. We don't have daughters. a lot of time to mess around. <laughs> <I'm>,
2: <laughs> we have a lot of time to mess around.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm 84 and Frank's now 80. So, and when we, we met a couple of years ago, we've been together for two years now. And it was hard for the kids because um, I have three grown daughters and 10 grandkids. I found the grandkids were more supportive of the situation because they dated, they're in relationships. Uh, yeah. They they get that it wasn't so strong for them. Um, my daughters, I think, really uh, there was a, a couple of things. One is loyalty to their dad. Sure. It had only been um, you know uh, what a year mm-hmm. a year since he had died, so there was loyalty there. They also worry about money. You know Can't you know uh, is he going to take advantage of you? We don't know him and uh so that was an issue and also
2: the idea that she could be hurt again you know they saw her go through a lot of pain absolutely that's a
0: traumatic experience right yeah and
1: and then they had also met this other guy and he disappeared he ghosted
2: her and so they didn't want that
1: so you know i mean it's like whoa what uh, so uh, i had one daughter we talk about it in the book who was actually did an intervention with my other daughters because (laughs) after a couple of weeks i said i was going to get married because i'm very conservative and living with frank was something i wanted to do but i didn't want to do it without being married being married yeah oh so that so we had a confrontation about that and and talked about that frank and i actually got a prenup prenup Which we consider. And we also got a marriage license. We were all set. But But we, but we have not gotten married, and um, you know. We we have have,
2: reasons in the book for people to really question: Is this the best thing for you
1: and for your? To marry or not to marry? So that's a whole other issue. But it's been, it's been a process, and and we will think everything's okay, and then somebody will say something, and we'll be back. Again, confronting the issue, well, you know, you're moving so fast, mom. Well, how ma- what are you going to be doing in 20 years? I know what I'm going to be doing.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: I will be pushing up daisies. So,
0: so. I'm, 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 I'm gonna give you 20 more years at least. <laughs> Thank I you. Like, I feel like you've got We're 20 good on ones. It. you got 20 more good years. More, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, anyway, so you know, it keeps coming in and out and find out, you know, it, it they everything, but you need to be prepared. And there are health issues. And Frank and I have Frank is an only child with two step potters. So he doesn't okay. have the big family. The that I have. But but my family loves him. And and as they get individuals are warmer to him than others. They're more that he's connected with. He's building a history yes. with our family and, and relationship. It takes time and, it, and does.
2: it does. And and you do have to realize that you're wanting to be invited in to another family. And, and that is a, that is quite a process. And you've got to be humble about it and realize you have to earn their respect.
0: I Yeah, I, I can see that that could, could be an ongoing challenge. It sounds like it continues to be in some ways uh, an ongoing challenge. Um, but it also sounds like there's, you know, a lot of give and take and patience and 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 love and and together you kind of figure it out. And it just it's seems like that.
2: By the way, certainly from my standpoint, it's yeah. well it to become uh, active member of, of the Gloria Nation. Which I call. Yeah. It.
0: <laughs> so I do want to talk a little bit about um, advice that you might have for for daters, for new daters. What are things that you have learned that maybe you wish you had done differently or things that you're like, okay, I I nailed this one and everybody should understand this is something that you really ought to do.
1: I've got to say for women, first of all, get a dating buddy. Mm -hmm. And we talk about in the book, some people call it a wing. Don't do it alone. Do not go into online dating alone. If you, if you can, can. anyway, avoid it because it
2: is something where you're going to need support because there's going to be nice things that happen and wonderful things that you want to share with someone there's also going to be moments where you need to have support and encouragement to stay in the game even though something may happen that you don't And forget. try to
1: make it more fun yes. and if you if you're going to online date some of the best people to help you may be your grandchildren yes. because if they're dating themselves, if they're over 18, they know how to assist they, the they, they know, and they will get a kick out of looking at the pictures with you,
0: <laughs> swiping left and swiping yes, right. It becomes and a fun evening, that. and
1: they think grandma's cool. <laughs> that's what <laughs> nice uh,
2: nice
1: said to you. Yeah, my, that's one of her granddaughters. My granddaughter, who's just graduating from Wharton Business School, said to me, uh Grandma, um You know, we were down in Southern Utah, and there was a friend of mine down there, a guy, and she could see that we were kind of flirting. And she said, Grandma, why don't you play the field? And I said, Eliza, at my age, there is no field. (laughs) (laughs) Guess what? I was wrong. Because did you know that online, 50%, it's 50% 50 women and men, because more men go online than women. Okay. you know, you can get support. But the other thing is it, that when you sign up for online dating or when you decide you're dating, your brain actually is triggered to say we're dating now. There's a little gland in there called the amygdala There's that a... gets geared up. You get out of the sweats. You go to a restaurant. You look around for people. You go to church. You're looking. And and you tell people you're online dating. They're maybe going to find you People. They're going to introduce you to people. You're dating you know
0: though so you don't want to keep it a secret you want to let people know
1: exactly exactly and exactly. and that you know comes out it's not not for everyone some people say well but I don't a like dating
2: it. buddy is our number yeah. one thing that we put in the book and your kids you are
1: not your best dating buddies absolutely yes, not, not. they so, got too many things the loyalty to their yeah. yeah they're too much
0: invested into the whole process right
1: exactly and they so, don't want about your love life i I have
0: found that to be true (laughs) i have found that to be true so paint a picture when you're talking about a dating buddy is this someone that you show up to the the coffee shop arm in arm or does your buddy show up first and kind of case the joint and then you know create a a diversion if you need to get away quick like what does that actually look like
2: Well, they go over the profiles that you're looking at and and help you say, hey, this person looks pretty good. What do you think about this person? So they they really encourage you to then look at different possibilities. And it's kind of fun, I think, for people to sit around in their pajamas, usually women, (laughs) and look at these people together and laugh and say, oh my God, that person would never be somebody who I date with or this person, wow, he's hot, you know? So uh, there's a lot of things that... That a dating buddy can do before you get on online.
0: So you're talking, talking about emotional support.
2: Everybody ought to go to no. the meetup. No, Ooh, no, no don't,
1: you don't. Know. You don't go. But to, the to
2: talk Vita. about it before. And okay. Sure, that's how I think the dating buddy can be most and, helpful.
1: And also, you can case the place out. Like yes, you said, exactly. you can go with your dating buddy and sit down. And they can, if you haven't dated at all, have them sit down and ask you some questions. And at the place up. that you're going to be meeting up, so you get some experience and you get more confident. If you need that. that yeah, if you it. need that. And, uh, <laughs> everybody has their own use of dating buddies. One of my daughters w- was dating, and she um, had a friend call her after fifteen minutes and if she answered the phone, um they she would say to the person, Well, you know, my kids need me and, and so
2: she'd be able to leave. leave. She We're had an out, right? She had an out. If if it wasn't working well.
1: So, so it depends on what you want we actually like people just to, to be clear and say after a few minutes yeah. to the person you know i really you're really a nice I, person I, yeah. and i like I your,
2: really appreciate you coming out yeah. don't want to waste your time we don't want to waste because my- i know it's important and and, uh, you know, I just know that this won't particularly work for me, but I wish you well, and I hope you have success yeah. in the future.
1: And because people need to be kind to each other yeah, in this same. process.
2: You know, these people are putting themselves We're out. human beings. You don't want to discourage them like you
0: do not want to be discouraged. Yeah, it's it takes courage. It's, uh, it, yeah, it, it, it's, it takes it's, a lot of courage. Too. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so much great advice, and uh, and it, and it's fun to see. I'm just going to say it's fun to see the two of you interact. It seems like you definitely <laughs> have that chemistry. You obviously get along very well, and you definitely have a lot to share uh, about the dating scene. Tell us how. Tell us about the book. How do we find it? Where's it at? Um, how do we get it?
1: Okay, the book's Open to Love: The Secrets of Senior Dating. You can buy it on Amazon. It's the, on. Pre-order right now. We're releasing it on the fourteenth. We've got a book on tape that Frank mm-hmm. and I did together, which is yes. fun. Yes. it was really fun. <laughs> that you can get, and you can also go to my website, Open to um, open Golden, to, ban, uh, golden well, Dating. Doctors, our right? site, our site is the Golden Dating, dating doctors, doctors, but doctors. we also have a nonprofit called Open to Hope. Uh, with a mission of helping people find help after loss. And 100% of the proceeds for this book go to the Open to Hope Foundation.
0: Oh, wow. Okay, awesome. So lots of options there. Uh, we'll list all the websites on our show notes, but amazon.com, you can pre-order. When is it actually available to to ship?
1: Valentine's Day.
0: Right on Valentine's Day. How appropriate. Mm-hmm. I love it. Well, thank you so much. That's all the time that we have to visit oh, with you. you. But, um, oh, your information was just so spot on and so helpful. And again, as you said, Frank, that it's about those relationships. It's about those connections. It is a health issue. Um, it might be scary. It might take some courage. But if but grab the book, get some tips, find some hints. And uh, if you're in that situation, consider putting yourself out there again, right?
1: Absolutely. Correct. It's, it's mm-hmm. well worth it. Remember, you're only looking for one person.
0: There you go. There you go. Great advice right there. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thank you, Connie. Thank you.
0: So just one more time, you can secure your copy of Open to Love, The Secrets to Senior Dating on Amazon. The book debuts next week on Valentine's Day. So make sure sure that you grab a copy. We're going to be talking about this for the next couple of weeks, and that is our individual registration. It opens on March 1st at the stroke of midnight. Now, some of our sports fill up very quickly, so put that on your calendar and plan to register early. Our guest next week is an expert at pickleball, tennis, and kinesiology. Barbara Wintraub is one of the first 40 women worldwide to have run a marathon on all seven continents continents. And we're proud to have her as a regular competitor here at the Huntsman World Senior Games. We're going to get a chance to visit with her and hear some of her stories. Remember to tune in live next and every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. We take this live show and we turn it into a podcast, and you can subscribe anywhere that podcasts are found. If you are listening by podcast, take a moment and give us a rating or write a quick review. It really helps us spread the word. And then, of course, you can find this and other shows right on our website at seniorgames.net, so check that out. Today's inspirational thought comes from Formula One great Mario Andretti, And he says, if everything seems to be under control, you're not going fast enough. Until next Thursday, stay active.